Welcome to Rudy Radio with Russ. I sewed each one of those sequins on there one at a time. I didn't have a sewing machine then. You know, it seemed like a cool, hip thing to do. If I may use those words. Darcy. Let's set the scene, though. Um, it's not the 80s. You know, those eight-year-old hangovers, they're the worst. You know, they get better with age. Nonsense. Home sweet home, oh. Oh, 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 oh. She found me in the kitchen, so she told me. Butt naked. How long have you been sitting on that one? Rudy Radio, 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 Radio. Oh, my stars. This is Rudy Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, in Quebec City now, welcome to the 49th episode of Rudy Radio on this <laughs> rainy night. I got the number wrong, right? Case <laughs> 48, <No>. 47. <laughs> oh. um, I'll just uh, say this is Darcy in Toronto. And dude, I mean, for the last few weeks, you've been getting it one off. Oh, so it's 48. You're off by 11. It's 58. Oh, oh my God. Oh, oh. See, that's what happens when you fall asleep and drive and crash. <laughs> oh, really? Okay. I'm sorry, 11. Okay, so it's uh, 48. <laughs> did, you, did you say it first, 47? I, 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 th- I think I guessed them all. Yeah, for 40, 48, then well, it, 47, okay. 46. It's 58. It's 58. Wow. I mean, I should have known that. It's been more than a year. Remember? Uh, I know. I remember. Past that milestone. I'm sorry. I just totally spaced. I spaced your headphones here. Settle down. I was just shocked by that. I was off that far. Yeah. So all right. So here we are, and I'm back in Quebec City. So I've done my three city tour: Mm -hmm. uh, Halifax, Montreal, and Quebec. And uh, um, yeah, just here doing the changing of the guard. My contract, as everybody knows, ends the sixth of uh, September. And I'm telling you, that date can't come soon enough. So just three weeks now, right? Yeah, don't remind me. But yeah, just three weeks, and I know time flies when you're having fun. And, uh, yeah, <laughs> the six will be here in no time. I don't know how time's gone by for you, but this summer has flown by for me. Like, I haven't done anything. Like, wow, nothing. usually it goes slower. Well, you did something. You've been working most days. Well, that's the thing. It's been so hot. I've just been sitting from my computer the whole time. I went out rollerblading, I think, once. Uh, I meant wow. to buy a bike this summer. Didn't buy it okay. yet. You should have, because you could bring it with you to Montreal, and we could bike ride, or I could bring mine to Toronto, and you can show me through these great trails. I should, yes. But wait Uh, a moment, you've been giving away bicycles. You had, like, three. Yeah, I gave away two. And now you have one? Uh, Well, one was decent. I didn't want to give that away. One's uh, one's cars, and that that one's good. Okay, that's the one you kept. That's the one I kept. I want to buy one. Okay. For me, because the one I had was was no good, and it was too small for me, and, uh, you know... I had, still haven't gotten around to buying it yet. Um, Canadian Tire. That I've, Super Cycle 8300. It's nice. I think I'm going to actually spend a little more money on one this time. Are you last making one fun I of had, my bike purses now? No. I bought – I had the, the Super Cycle was the last one I bought. Um, okay. But I have to Wasn't carry it up two flights of stairs. Um, you know, I don't think I want to keep it in the bike room down in the basement. So I think I want to carry it up into the apartment. So I want something a little lighter. Of course. So I might have to spend a little extra cash to get a light uh, frame bike. Uh, I've only played tennis, I don't know, a uh, half dozen times at most. I'm going to play tomorrow, hopefully. But oh, good. Uh, But other than that, I've done nothing outdoors this summer, I've, you know. Well, I'm thinking of you played tennis. It, that's a, that's enough. That's um, fierce. Well, mine didn't. You know, this time did too. I mean, but, you know, I just want to go back to your tennis thing. If you play tennis, that's some mighty fine cardio. I just played it on Wii, and I mean, my arms were a mess. (laughs) 
<laughs> I do yes. work up a, a, a nice sweat. I'll tell you that. Wow. Yeah, um, that's a little incredible. Yeah, I feel bad for the people who use the cord after I do because it's little puddles <laughs> at the service lines. <laughs> Speaking of puddles, I'm looking out over the parade square here. And Is it raining? It rained, and I hope it rains again tomorrow. It rained not this morning, but the day before, so our show got canceled. Sorry, you got so canceled? I had a, I had a, yeah, it got, got canceled. Skype broke up. Canceled. Canceled okay. today or... No, yesterday, because yesterday. of the rain. We did the show today to a great crowd. Oh, we good. had yesterday's crowd and today's crowd out there. Yeah, and it makes it so much more worthwhile when we have a lot of people. Yeah. I'm kind of hoping it will be canceled tomorrow, too, but, you know, it's just kind of feeling shitty. But anyway, when it did get canceled, I had a sew day. Get it? A sew day? <laughs> Snow day? You oh, I didn't day. get it, but yeah, I'm slow. Well, that's all right. Not no bad. slower that's than I bad. am. Yeah, I had a sew day, so I have uh, some shirts I'm making uh, f- for the band of all people, uh, you know, for this guard band. Uh, so when we're playing hockey, floor hockey or something like that, and there's two teams, You're it's very jerseys? easy. Yeah. Oh, no way. Yeah, blue mesh jerseys. Blue is one of the uh, musician colors along with gold. And uh, yeah, so I'm uh, the jersey bitch or the jersey boy. Now, jersey <laughs> bitch. That's that's more like me. So yeah, I'm sewing on them. It's this mesh, a mesh, uh, blue mesh uh, fabric, and it's, I mean, it's perfect for the task, but it's just a little hard to because it's so elastic. It's kind of tough to to cut in straight lines. So some of these jerseys are going to be funky. So the <laughs> the idea they're sewn together at the shoulders, a front and back panel with a. Uh, Two elastics on either side. Oh, it's like so a pinny then. Yeah. Yeah, it's like a pinny. Like we had in junior high school and shit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it ties you on, and yeah, you can see what team is which. Yeah, so that's my contribution to this group. You mean you won't actually be playing the sports? You'd just be in the sideline? No. I'm not even going to go see what they look like on them. <laughs> Come Here on. you go. I'm not. Here you go. Run around. Yeah. Do something. No, 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 I'm not. I march around. And that's enough. I have okay. been doing it for a long time, and that's enough. So yeah, I'm just retired of tired of the 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 disrespect factor here. Yeah, it's just really yeah, it's just uh, it's it's enough. I'm you know I've had enough of it. So but that's, so that's that. I don't know. Does anyone feel respected? Well, I don't know. I mean, you know, maybe it's just that click thing. You know, you know, and yeah. I. My coloc, my my roommate is fuckers over there, you know. Now listening in, I'm sure he'll have a whole bunch to say. Oh, Russell said this. You wouldn't believe this. Russell said this. Russell said that. Oh, he's just fucking. He's the worst rat I've ever met. <laughs> anyway, well, it's true. I think what happens in my room is my own business. Falling asleep with a can of beer in my hand. He's got to tell everybody that a cricket has fucking jumped into my room and sitting there. I want to sweep the fucker out. You know, I want to sweep it out in the hallway, and I sweep it out. It jumps back in. I sweep it out. It jumps back in. I said, "Get out, you fucker!" You know, and he goes running. Ah, he's oh, he said, "Get out, you fucker!" <laughs> you get it. What the fuck? It's, it's, sounds all, ridiculous because it is him telling everybody that you fell asleep with a, uh, a beer in your hand. I mean, it's on, there's a picture of you I on the website. That was my 40th asleep. birthday, though. That's different. That's my 40th birthday, and I wanted to share that with everybody. You know, but when I'm in my room, you know, and my own business, I wonder if he told him what I was wearing. He got my underwear on or shorts on, and you know, and I'm funky. It's nobody's business. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I'm saying. You know, what does some private in the band need to know that for? Why does you know? some private have to bunk with a master couple anyway? Well, he isn't. What happened? But that's the cafeteria. I was there. What? 
Sorry? Your roommate was is... There. What rank is your roommate? The same as mine. Oh, okay. I thought they stuck you with a privacy. That doesn't... Oh, no, no. I wouldn't, I wouldn't have put up with that from... from <laughs> now no who's not way. respecting somebody? <laughs> no, seriously, I would have... You know, if that had been the case and they wouldn't have moved me, there's like an... There's two separate rooms, huh? Uh, but there's some Einstein, some Einstein decided that he'd put a doorway in between them. And both sides... You have to you know, share it's certain like, items, right? On either side, that's, right? That's, for, that's just it. We don't have the same furnishings on either side. I've got a desk and he has a refrigerator. You know, I'd like to have both and nothing, but I'm not selfish. You know, but I like to have the refrigerator, of course, but I don't. It's on the other side. But if they'd stuck me in a room with a private, I would have brought wood from my wood collection and I would have framed and closed that doorway temporarily. <laughs> no, none of this hanging up curtain shit. No, it wouldn't have, it wouldn't have, it would not have been enough. You know, I would have built in something that's permanent. Yeah, so I uh, and I've even had a vandal. I've been working on these curtains, these curtains uh, for that friend that I did the paintwork for. But these curtains are for his uh, his solarium, right. and some fucker vandalized one of them. And I'm thinking, oh, Darcy, I have a, I'll send you the pictures. Yeah, someone vandalized it. It's a nice green fabric. It was twenty two dollars a meter. You know this curtain fabric, I, and I I've been going to back. What's prices, that? I, I don't appreciate fabric prices. So well, that's a it's, lot. That's though, expensive. I guess. Yeah, it's expensive. It's a beautiful fabric too, and uh, someone had taken something and wrote on one of the curtain panels. And I'm thinking if I'd spilled something on it, it wouldn't be it wouldn't be the letter D, for example. And that's exactly what it looks like. It looks like someone actually tried to write it a couple times, and when I saw it, it was white. So I'm thinking, okay, some wise ass just use my tissue marking uh, markers. It's just soap, you know, and you, you mark makes white markings on the clothes. You pass the iron over it, it disappears. This stuff didn't. It turned dark, and it 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 won't come out. It won't come out. I and it's to, I have to say, I'm really sorry. Well, thank you. It's smacked. I, mean, I tried to get the A R C Y after the D, but there wasn't enough space. I didn't give myself enough room. Darcy, that's not funny. I can't find this fabric again. I bought enough of it, you know, there's enough of it bought just to do the curtains, the six panels, patio door, a huge two, pat- two for the patio door, and four for two windows, you know, and there's no, I didn't get the ARCY, smarty pants, and, but they did, oh, you, you know, I can't that. find the fact, well, I did get it, but I was just on a tirade here, you know? <laughs> I hate to interrupt a man on a good tirade. Thank but you, you know, can you not I can't find it. it. Well, I did wash it, and it doesn't come out. I even got to, I had a friend of mine, because I, I needed second opinions. What does this look like? Because the D, what appears to be D, is smack dab in the middle of the fabric, in between the center square, because it's got square, it's a checker pattern, or, you know, vertical and horizontal lines and a grid pattern, that's it. Mm-hmm. You know, like, like French doors, the windows and French doors, it's just like that. And in the, lit, the middle one, this D is written. You know, if something spilled on, and it was folded. I don't leave it, you know, hanging up, you know, or crumpled up in a bowl. It was a ball. It was folded. Someone unfolded it, marked on it, folded it back up, the fuckers. I and I can't find that fabric again. I don't know if someone would go through that trouble. I can't picture Wait until you see the pictures. The yeah, well, wait until you see the pictures. And there's something else I'd like to tell you about what's gone on in my room while I wasn't here, but I can't, and I'll never tell you about it. So you can just do on that. Now the piss is coming out. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, hey, since we're in such a positive mood, yes, 
Maybe we should go over to a court reporter and let someone else yell for a while. Oh, this is Rudy Radio. It's always positive. I'm sorry, everybody. Yes, court reporter. Here we go. Finally. Yes, good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is your court reporter coming to you live from top of Quebec City at the Citadel. Yes, this episode, uh, this story comes from the courtroom of Judge Joe Brown. You see, there was two cousins. One cousin loaned her other cousin uh, her car. Her cousin, cousin, sorry, parked the car and it got damaged by some other vehicle. Mm -hmm. The cousin returned it to cousin one, the plaintiff, but doesn't want to pay for the damage done to it. So they're in court suing over it. And actually, the, the, the cousin being sued said, well, she'd pay for it, but she just needed more time. And she didn't like the idea that her, her cousin took this to the dealership. Excuse me, the dealership for the repair. She thought it was just too expensive given the age of the car. You know, but. Right, right. You know, so that's, the pre- that's what's going on here. The judge uh, decides, okay. You know, you're guilty. You, you know, you, you got to pay your cousin back. It's the bailment thing. You have to return the car in the same condition in which, at which you got it, or even better. Uh, otherwise, it's less you're responsible for the damage. So he says to her, hey, you can, you know, you're being sued by her because she, you know, she loaned the car to you. You turn, returned it to her damage. It's your job to go after the person who damaged, who crashed in, that's it, who crashed into the car. And that's your, your remedy. So that's it. That's what's going on in this episode of uh, Court Reporter, ladies and gentlemen. I invite you to tune right in to <laughs> Judge Joe Brown's courtroom. You owe her for the rent. Anything to say? What else? You know what's amazing about you? You come in here with an attitude, got your arms crossed okay, defensively, so, you're and mad and angry because your, star, your cousin brought you and all, but and you're wrong. No, you're dead wrong, badly wrong, violently wrong, way wrong. You don't my, have a leg to stand on and oh, you come in here with attitude. So what? You know what they call that? I don't give a damn what they call it. That's a $50 assessment, $100 administrative oh, assessment. Okay. Oh, you want to get locked up? We do that all I've the time. I've been there before. Gee, wait a minute. That's why you lost your job at the Waffle House. I had you better eating too much of the product. Or were you sitting there giving them attitude since you want to cop it? And nobody wanted you waiting on their table. Oh, honey, I made That's what you money. do? I well, I tell you money. what, we've got L.A. County down here, oh, and they okay. got some women in there just got back trying to resolve the last good, felony before they let them good, go after two good. days. Send me they there. might have a That'll good time a with you. Because I love women, honey. Why don't love you love yourself? Love them, honey. I Why don't do. you start I loving do. yourself? I do. I do. Yeah, I love, try loving I love yourself. Myself, Come honey. up in here with all kinds sure of attitude. You embarrass your family, oh, embarrass well. yourself. You talk about she bad no, mouth you. I she doesn't have to bad mouth you. You illustrate her Truth is an absolute defense. I told defense. her to give me time to give her You don't need any time. You should have gotten your head together. Get your life together. And on top of it, you got two children. What so, are we getting right now? You don't even like me, so how'd you get them? <laughs> Too broke, busted to get artificial insemination, so what's the problem? You switch up to check and see if the plumbing still works? Yeah, that's exactly So what, what kind I of do. parent are you? That's, that's what exactly we get for attitude do, from a parent. No damn wonder we got such hell going on in the country. You don't even know and then, me. Yeah, I know you. No, I'm looking you at you. You, looking you mean at me, but you, don't you, mean you act me. like this in front of strangers? I, I don't give a 
Oh, y'all. listen to you. Is this way you act? Y'all, y'all don't do something. I bet nothing. you one of them that get Not your children up there and start calling them the N-word and all you little yeah, bees so and little this M S up in front of everybody at the grocery store. Sure yeah, do. we're looking and at an incompetent look at it's another hundred. And you call yourself a mother? No damn wonder we got such hell when we got mothers like you. Okay. Well, who cares? I do. I don't. Oh well, I figured you, you wouldn't. See. That's it. Motherhood without giving a damn about it. What are you breeding animal? Just yeah. happens to get bred yeah, out in the barnyard. That's barn exactly yard? what I am. If you're a, a human, act like animal. one instead of a reject. I'm a domestic animal, baby. I agree with you. Um, so you went over here, five thousand in your car. That'll be your award. Who gives? And your call. Thank you, Okay, so that's the first time we've actually had an excerpt from the show. That was exciting. Well, that's kind of cool. Well, it's, I think it's good that it's kind of new after us not having Court Reporter for a long time. Yeah. And that being so wild. Well, well yeah, usually uh, the story, the circumstances of the case are wild. This is not so wild, but Judge Joe's reaction is, is, is totally uh, uh, very crazy. Yeah. He loses A breeding machine on a barn, you know, in a barn. Jeez, <laughs> yeah. yeah no wonder you lost your, lost your job at the Waffle House. Yeah, you've been eating too much of the product because she's huge. You know, that's, she's huge. She's dressed all in red, you know, with red red uh, earrings and such. Yeah, she's a very, very big woman. And so is her cousin. You know, they're both really big. And they used to live together. I should, uh, I should mention that um, that we recorded this with Russell holding the microphone up to his... Uh, TV speakers. The whole yes. thing was recorded on VHS. VCR. Tape. That's her VHS tape. That's right. Tell him. Tell him. Russ got some tech up in this house. <laughs> so if you can't quite make everything out, I'll put a link in the show notes where there's a website out there. Of course there is. There's a website for everything that actually has the entire transcript of this episode. So we'll put that up in the show notes and you can uh, sort of read along if you like, uh, play a little Judge Joe Brown uh, karaoke if you want to. Sounds um, good. It's pretty wild. <laughs> yeah, and, my uh, gosh. And that's the end of that one. <laughs> All right, now so we're, we're back? Go. We're back. Uh, okay. Uh, speaking of the show notes, uh, I'm going to put a link in this week. Um to an episode of Comedy and Everything Else. It's a podcast I listen to. Uh, it's recorded of, um, out of L.A., I guess, well, Pasadena, California, and uh, by a comedian named uh, Jimmy Dore. And his, ah, uh, yes. Thanks for watching television. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> they do a great episode this week. Um, d- did you hear the thing about uh, Dr. Laura this week? that come up in the news for you? Nope. Who's Dr. Laura? Dr. Laura. Dr. Laura Schlesinger. She's, um... Oh, that sounds familiar, but I nothing in the news. Well, she would do, like, a, a syndicated radio show, like a call-in radio show where people um, call in with, like, uh, questions about relationships. She's supposed to be, like, a relationship kind of expert. Okay. Like uh, that old woman, Dr. Ruth? I mean, uh, kind I of, but, old, but not... But not just s- not on a sexual thing. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. It's not... Okay. Uh, Completely sexy. Barbara Walters, sort of. Not at all, but. Uh, okay. <laughs> anyway. Grasp me at straws. Is it filling time? <laughs> I'm looking. It's only 20 minutes. We got a lot more to go. All right. Okay. I'll shut up and let you go. 
Please. So anyway, uh, so, well, okay, I'll, I'll tell you what happened. I'm sure uh, some people listening have already uh, heard about this. If not, go to this episode of Come Anything Else, linked in the show notes at RudyRadio.com, um, where they, they'll play the clip and they'll break it down. And so what she basically did, she had a, a, a black uh, woman caller call in and say um, that she's married to a white guy mm-hmm. and that his friends and maybe neighbors and people come over and they'll say things that will offend her that she finds are are racist mm-hmm. or at least that she finds offensive, you know? And uh, Laura being a, um, a white woman, white, I think she was a white Christian who converted to Judaism when she got married, mm-hmm. um... But her, you know, she's very conservative, kind of leaning in her her attitudes. Um, which, uh, so from the start, I don't understand why this black woman called her to ask her for advice. But anyway, pretty much said, she okay, well, call what? up her homegirls. She said, tell me a couple things that they say, like because some people are, are overly sensitive. And then, uh, and then Laura proceeded to use the N word. I think um, at least twelve times, maybe more. In examples. Oh my! And how she didn't think that was uh, offensive, and this woman is overly sensitive. And if you're that, um, if you're that sensitive, and you don't have a sense of humor, then you shouldn't marry outside your race. <laughs> oh my God! Is she French by chance? Nope. <laughs> oh, from Quebec? <laughs> no, but I can see where you okay. make that mistake. Um, but um, oh, I was one, just joking. This woman has yeah. been on the air. No, she doesn't. She, no, no, she doesn't. She never backs down. She never admits she's wrong. Uh, oh, I know, the, I know. She's been on the radio for for years and years. I think okay. I did actually hear her on the radio um, when I lived in Montreal. So it's got to be at least ten years, maybe more. Um, okay. Oh, it's nine thirty. Kaboom! Oh, nice. And goes <laughs> <Sorry>. off. <laughs> so we've got um, on this podcast, uh, comedy and everything else, with Jimmy Dore and Steph Samarano, um has guests Kamau Bell and Kevin Avery. Were mm-hmm. two black comedian comics, so it was like perfect. They were in town, and they said, "Hey, we want to be on. Come over." And then they break down this, um, this little bit of audio with, uh, with Doctor Laura, and it's uh, it's oh. a hilarious and also at the same time poignant and and interesting. What do you think, Russ? N word. I look I look forward to listening to it. Well, I mean, N word. You know, I mean, I think I've used it on this podcast. I'm sure I said nigger at least once. Well, you but I mean, did, I don't think, least, you did once. Well, there, I just, I just. I don't oh, think I've heard go. you before, though. Okay, well, podcast. I mean, ever? I've heard you. Oh, like say, I know, I've heard you say it. I've heard you say it a lot. Yeah, a lot. Gosh. I'm saying like every second word. No, I mean, no, <laughs> no. I've had, <laughs> it's never I've, been that bad. I've heard but you I mean, say I, it, but you choose it carefully. It's not something you throw around. Yeah, I don't call. Well, I was about to say I don't call black people it, but I've been road raging. I, living in Quebec has really turned me into some fierce racist. I'm sorry to say that, people, but I know I've got to get out of here soon before I end up in jail. But yet, yeah, sure has. You know, I'm calling everybody names. You know, <laughs> I don't like it one because I mean, there's all kinds of names I can call people like bitch. I don't have to use a word like nigger. It's ridiculous to me calling another black person that out of anger is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. You know. So I apologize for that, but I don't think it's a good idea for anyone to use it. I know the rap world has glamorized it, and they say it's a way for us to claim the to take it back, so the word loses its power. But I mean, if a word like that, you know, doesn't or is not or is continued used, you know, or continue or continues to be used, it just it doesn't die. And we know how it was born. You know, it's born out of hatred. You know, so why? Sure, you can put it in your rap song, and great. But I mean, I don't know how that helps us forget it. You know, because I mean, 
tell me what black guy is going to stand in front of any white guy. And, you know, the guy says, hey, you effing nigger, this, you oh, wait, this is really weird, you fucking nigger. And he's not going to get his lights knocked, you know, his clock cleaned, you know, his clock reset, you know. Well, even, you know, if, even if those two are best friends, they've grown up and they know ex- exactly what each other think about each other. And then mm-hmm. that's, that's kind of like an ironic kind of like, um, you know, they're t- just messing with each other. Oh, Pat Darcy, would you and Pat call me nigger? <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Come on now. No, I wouldn't. No, I wouldn't. But I can you know, see how. The... It, no, but I can see how it would happen. But at I the don't. same time, at the same time, I'm not saying that that's okay. I'm saying you can be said without the um, the hatred attached. But if it's in public, or it's on the radio, mm-hmm. you know, you, which is public, you cannot. Um, you can't take a. You can't fully define the context. Like someone else is going to hear that and not fully get it. Get it. That's right. You know, and so and there's so much. Um, it's so loaded. It's a loaded word. There's so many loaded words out there. Well, that's what some makes it words so dangerous. Have some serious yeah. weight, right? And well, that's why it's so dangerous, and why I think it shouldn't be used. You know, so it's forgotten about. It's one of those words that get rubbed out of the dictionary every year. You know, mm-hmm. they took hoot nanny out of the dictionary. I can't believe that. Hoot nanny. Anyway. Hoot Nanny. They took Hoot Nanny out of the dictionary. What when? I think it's hoedown now. I saw it on The Simpsons. They made a tribute <laughs> to the words removed from the dictionary, and Hoot Nanny was one of them. It's the one I remember because there's this musical piece that we've been playing. That's a yeehaw kind of, kind of tune called Hoot Nanny, I'm and it's fun. Sure that they're not dinner. telling the truth. Oh, I know, but hey, it sounded good. So yeah, <laughs> you know, going, you know, going back. Yeah. But I do remember playing a Hoot Nanny. Yes. Yeah, you know, so, yeah, that's that's my take on it. I just don't think, and I mean, I can only imagine, you know, us playing darts, you know, and me finally beating Pat and, you know, at darts, and him saying, oh, you fucking nigger. <laughs> what? You know what? If he did, if he did in that context... It would be funny, and you it wouldn't be hateful because you would you'd appreciate the spirit it came from. But if you were in a crowded bar, but what's what's my comeback for that? What do I say to him? Oh, you poor loser! Doesn't seem to have the same power, you know. Cracker ass, cracker. Oh, that oh, cracker ass. That wouldn't do it. Uh, shut up, you cracker ass. <laughs> That's not. Same and honky wouldn't work. No, you're you know, right. which is there isn't. as I was growing up as a child, that was the comeback. But there's no that there, just is not doesn't equal, right? Yeah, there's, that's there's right. nothing. That's it. Honky tonk. That's a bar, a country <laughs> bar. <laughs> I be holed up in some honky tonk. You know, not that I know that song by Brooks and Dunn. Sorry. Um, <laughs> 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 okay, <laughs> but yeah, so that's it. You know, it's just it's a pretty powerful word. Uh, it's, a, it's a strong, powerful word, and I just think it's one of those ones that uh, is best forgotten because of the hate connotation attached. Yeah, it's born of it hate. Forgotten, and I don't think um, I don't think you'll like you'll ever be able to find a I don't know a proper space to use it like. Well, that's just it. Actually, so, no, that's not true. Where's be the best some, there, there's always a place. There's always a context where it'll be applicable. Richard Pryor and Eddie Murphy used it funnily, but still, mm-hmm. you know, funnily. Is that a word? Sure, hey, it is now. Add it funnily. I like creating English. Yeah, funnily, you know, in a humorous manner. Well, there we go. Thanks, everyone. Well, what am I saying thanks, everyone, for? Well, there you go, everyone, is what I meant to say. I'm not that dim-witted. Uh, humorously is the word, not funnily. 
but uh, you know, uh, but even them, you know, you know, he made it he made it funny for for white people, you know, <laughs> you know, because I mean they had a lot of fans. There was always more, you know. I'm thinking there's always more white people in an Eddie Murphy audience and a Richard Pryor audience than there were black people, you know. Well, because I'm thinking numbers, you're sitting there, numbers. There's just more white people. Well, that's just it, you know. But yeah, that's totally it. But imagine you're sitting there, you know, you know, and Eddie Murphy's up there making jokes, nigger this left, right, and center, and you're sitting in between two white people. <laughs> are you going to be enjoying that show? That's what I'm asking. Are you going to be feeling uncomfortable because these two white people on either side of you are laughing their heads off? You know, are they thinking, you know, that's what I've been trying to tell my my black neighbor, you know, <laughs> but you've been using the word, and here it is funny all of a sudden, and he, the, my neighbor is getting offended, you know. So I'm wondering how that guy would feel, you know, in between two people laughing about a per- comedian up there, you know, like Eddie Murphy using the word so freely and frequently, you know, uh, in his comedy routine, you know, I, it would make I'd be uncomfortable with it. Yeah, I'd be uncomfortable not by him up there, by by the people beside me laughing. You know, that's kind of the well. It's kind of the interesting role that comedy can play in society, right? Where it sort of can softens things. Well, no, well, not necessarily. So- well, I suppose yes, it can sort of let people into these darker areas and let them sort of think about them. Understood. You know, sort of- you know there's nothing funny about someone, a black person, swinging by, a, you know, from a tree by the neck, though. You know, you know. So I'm thinking about the time in which this word, you know, uh, was created. It was it was very unpleasant. And that's an understatement. Yeah, unpleasant. Yeah. <laughs> we could have done without it. <laughs> we could have planted flowers instead of picked cotton. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Made the place beautiful. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah language so- is, is uh, a powerful thing. On another podcast I listen to, Never Not Funny, um, the host there, Jimmy Pardo, has started this, uh, a swear jar mm-hmm. just for um, the word faggot. Okay. Because he uses it, or he had had used it uh, quite frequently, but it's with you know certain f- uh, friends where he uses it in like a uh, what he calls like a playground kind of context. Okay, I was gonna say a non you know hate themed well, slur. He, well, context. that's what he means. That's what he means. It's like when <laughs> okay. you're a kid, you don't know really what it means. You don't know that it's it's uh, it's like saying sissy or idiot. You know, it's. But it's it's a great it has a great sound to it, faggot. Yeah, it just it's, sounds it's, so dirty. Though. It's got a it bite it, to it, right? Yeah. yeah so sure it so it's funny in its sense, you know, like to you know, to just kiddingly call somebody that, and uh, realize you know people British. wrote to him. People wrote to him, and yeah, right. <laughs> so I can't say faggot. It's a cigarette. Um, yeah. So we started little bundle of sticks. People said like you know what. Um, I know that you like it and stuff, but it offends me or it offends, you know, I knew it would offend my brother or my cousin or, you know. So he started this little, uh, you know, a swear jar, which then he, you know, hilariously referred to as the homo jar. Oh. <laughs> That's funny, the homo jar. That was that was perfect. That was <laughs> the same episode. Just, you know, off the cuff. Yeah, yeah sticking to the 10 bucks in the homo jar. Uh, just you know, <laughs> you know what I need. I think I need to stick, create a jar. You know what? I actually have the jar. Yeah, this, that pickle bottle. Remember that four-liter bottle of pickles I bought? Yeah, I brought that with me so I could enjoy crunching pickles throughout my lonely evenings here at the Citadel. But they're all gone. So, what are you going to make your equivalent to the square jar? What don't you want to say, or what do you want to put money in if you do? 
Well, anything that I say that's nasty, if I'm out there driving and I say nasty things to somebody, I'm going to put some, you know, a dollar in the pickle, in the, 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 the angry jar. Oh, Russell, that, you don't like, make that much. <laughs> How are you going to pay not, rent? Yeah. Oh, that's so nasty. I'm trying <laughs> over here. Okay, a quarter. <laughs> put a quarter in. <laughs> you know, but uh, I, I just figure, you know, I got to do something. You know, but I know I'll be taking money out of the, the, the angry jar to, to buy things. So that's something, yeah, we mentioned last week that you're going to try and, uh, since you're brushed with death, yeah, uh, try and not sweat the small stuff, I guess. Is oh, it hasn't right? worked. It hasn't worked for like five seconds. You Listen to me on, now. Man. Listen to what I'm saying. It hasn't worked for me in five seconds. Yeah, it hasn't worked <laughs> yet. I'm still working on it. You know, I think you know I got to get out of here. That'll that'll make it better. But uh, yeah, and I'd like to thank every you know the people that sent me messages on Facebook and tuned in to Rudy Radio and called me up to to wish me well. And I really appreciated that. That's uh, awesome. Yeah, I've been fine. I'm gonna post. I'm I'm finally able to to go through the pictures and be able to put those up on uh, the Facebook uh, our Rudy Radio fan page, so everyone can see uh, exactly what happened. And there's a video as well. Not great audio because I mean, when tractor trailers are whizzing by your digital camera while you're shooting video, it kind of drowns out the sound. Mm-hmm. It does. So uh, yeah, so I uh, yeah, I'll, pu- I'll put that on the Rudy Radio fan page for for people to see. I'd like pe- like to share it with people. And um, I noticed uh, I was looking at the car today with the scratches, and I was looking at the tires because I didn't even get a you know a tire didn't blow from being you know stretched sideways yeah yeah going sideways but rocks on the front and i'll take a picture of this rocks on the front and i'll put it with the rest on the facebook page the rocks are embedded between the rim and the tire on the driver's side uh, uh, on both on both tires you know they're jammed right in between the 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 rim and the the tire I, i can't believe there's air not coming out of there but no there they are. I tried wiggling them out, but those suckers aren't moving at all. Yeah, there's always something there to remind me. That's what they're there for. <laughs> but, uh, you know, but I'll take uh, I'll take uh, the car to the garage and uh, and get that taken care of. I don't want to be driving and psh, all of a sudden they decide to you know go, and I have a flat tire. As a matter of fact, I head back well, to Montreal. I was just thinking tomorrow. like you know you're riding by side someone on the sidewalk and they just suddenly yeah. drop <laughs> for no reason. <laughs> Yeah, and you know they get like a you know like getting a shot, you know. And I mean, yeah, yeah it wouldn't be good. I should have done it because I knew they were there for like two, three days now. I just didn't do it. I just didn't want to deal with it, I guess. But I know I have to, you know. Yeah, I got to go and get to go to Walmart and get those uh, get those dug out of the tires. I mean, they put the tires on, so surely they can dig the rocks out of them. And uh, yeah, and things will be fine. And I just, uh, you know, I don't think I'll take any steps to remove the scratch you know scratching on the side of the car for a long time on the window i will because i mean it scratched the window too on the, the rear driver side pass passenger uh well rear driver side door window is uh get the, the scratches too so I'll, uh, i think i'll take uh, an sos pad to that and you know and try and smooth that out you got lots to do and ask yeah that's for the paint uh you i know won't you have to do that right now though I see. We gotta we gotta wrap this mother up. Well done. It's like a Christmas present, <laughs> you know. Shake it like a Polaroid picture. Wrap it like a Christmas present. Russell, shut up. Wrap it like a Christmas. Wrap it up like a Christmas present is what I'm trying to say. 
See, I'm trying to fit too many words in the last part of the show, and I just can't speak. I'm completely incoherent. From hey. Toronto, I'm Darcy. <laughs> From a wet Quebec city, I am the top of the Citadel, and this is Russell. <laughs> Can you see you soon, everybody. Please drive safe, everybody. We love you. There's 30 minutes you'll never get back. Music from Medio's Music Alley. Music.medio.com. The song is titled WW from Green Room's album, Connect. Available at cdbaby.com. Links are in the show notes at our site, rudyradio.com. Also on our site, you'll find our Facebook page and iTunes, where we'd love you to leave us your feedback. Please tell us you love us. Because we love you, and we thank you for listening to Rudy Radio.